0: Coming at you live from Fox News. <laughs> totally. The worst. News all right. Welcome to the Miss Doesn't Know It All podcast where we're learning how to become better women together.
1: That was so bad. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. That was wonderful. I just like
0: went off script a little bit. Good,
1: good. Yeah.
0: Welcome to the Miss Doesn't Know It All podcast. My name is Mill, and I don't know it all. So I'm on a mission to find out by interviewing wiser, older women who are biblical. Today, we're going to be interviewing Zaley Bradshaw. So a little bit about us. So we met at Christian Life Church yep. through her husband and pastor. And since the second I met her, I just she just embodied womanhood in my eyes. She, was, mm. she looked beautiful. She was super kind. And I could tell that she was super biblical. And the way she interacted with her kids, I was just amazed. Oh, you're so, so I'm really sweet. glad to be interviewing oh, you. I'm
1: very happy to be here.
0: <laughs> awesome. Um, I'm going to start out by reading a little Bible verse. Um, and I just feel like this embodies you so well. Her children arise and call her blessed, her husband also, and he praises her. That's Proverbs thirty-one twenty-eight.
1: 28. Mm-hmm. Um, I love that. <laughs> yeah.
0: Let's start out by hearing a little bit about your story.
1: Oh, man. Okay. I'm like, <laughs> where do I start? <laughs> <laughs> so um, we have, um, me and my husband and I, we've been married for almost 11 years now. We have five kids. Um it's been a journey, that's for sure, um, to be where we're at now. Um, and, you know, it's all it's all thanks to God. I mean, there's no mm-hmm. way I could have done any of this. <laughs> there's no mm-hmm. way we could have done any of this without him being the center, you know, of, of our household, of our lives, of our family. Um, but I... <laughs> I'm like, dang it! <laughs>
0: <laughs> start, I, like, from
1: the
0: yeah, let's start from the Kay. beginning. Yeah, I was about kind to go like, there. I was going to say, yeah, okay, like, I grew up in California. Up.
1: Yeah. Okay, so let's go there now. Um, So I grew up in California, born and in, in raised there until I moved to Utah when I was 23. Um, I grew up in a Christian home. My mom was a godly woman and... Um, she was a single mom, and there was three of us. And uh, we lived, oh, man, in the projects in Culver City, and it was just, I mean, wild. (laughs) Every day, you had no idea what was (laughs) going to happen. Just a lot of gang violence and stuff like that. So Mm -hmm. um, I remember as a child, I told myself, as soon as I'm 18, I'm moving out. I'm leaving, you know, and I did. But growing up in a Christian home, You know, I kind of took my own Mm. desires and chased after what I wanted instead of what I knew was right. Um, And I started dating this guy and just getting into drinking and partying and doing all kinds of stuff that it took me down this, I mean, rabbit, (laughs) rabbit hole that was... Really hard to get out of. Mm. There's no way I could have done it by myself um, without God. And I, um, I remember when we moved out here, um, I dated this guy for like six years. And moving out here, the plan was, oh, we're going to get married. We're going to start a family. Mm. And that changed so quickly so, so quickly. Um, I moved out here. He he was already with someone else, and I'm this 23-year-old with no family out here, no friends, no nothing. I knew no one. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And anyway, some events happened, and um, I ended up meeting my husband, and it was... I mean, I I, don't even, I thank God for that. <laughs> hearing
0: hearing your guys' story, honestly, like the first time I heard it, I was like, that's so beautiful. Mm-hmm. It it was meant to be. It was. You guys just oh, came yeah. together so well, mm-hmm. and there was so so many outside forces mm-hmm. that brought you together. Yep, yeah, it's beautiful.
1: And it was God. I mean, God. I, I growing up, my mom, she, I mean, she was a prayer warrior, and she mm-hmm. would just pray for me for my siblings, for, you know, all three of us. And I know I'm here because God was protecting us, was protecting me, was even though I was doing my own thing, I was still, you know, he was still there. (laughs) I didn't want him to be there because I wanted to do my own thing. But you know what? He he doesn't walk away from us. He just lets us loose to do what we want. And then he's always there ready to, Mm -hmm. you know, with his arms open. So yeah,
0: And he always wants us back. He always welcomes right. us back. Mm-hmm. Um, one That's question right. that I had is, did you feel like growing up where you did, did you feel like those influences were what made you kind of desire more once you were out or like desire those things?
1: You know, I think growing up there, I was more, I was, we were very sheltered in a way. Um, we weren't allowed to go out and just hang out with friends because there could have been like a drive-by shooting Mm. or a fight breaking out. Um, So we, I was home a lot and it was school to home and there was never really much that we did growing Mm. up. So I just kind of crave that freedom in a way. I don't know if that's the right word to say, but um, it, it, it did. It, I would say, how I grew up just kind of boxed in at home just Mm -hmm. created this like desiring me to just go out there and just explore more and see what this world has to offer which it has nothing to (laughs) offer if you don't have God (laughs) exactly (laughs) yep so
0: well um here's some questions so um we know a little bit about your story. You know, it's really hard when you've made plans with someone and you're mm-hmm. so involved and, mm-hmm. you know, you're striving for the same goal. How did you kind
1: of overcome that
0: heartbreak? Or what were some ways? You so, like?
1: honestly, I, of course, when the breakup first happened, I mean, six years mm-hmm. of my life that I just felt like we're just kind of thrown out and just wasted. But I learned so much during that time and during that breakup, that it, (laughs) I mean, coming into this marriage with my husband, it, it was, it was huge. You know, I Mm -hmm. learned a lot from that. Um, Mm -hmm. One of them was, you know, as soon as we broke up, I, of course, I wanted to just drink and just be in that state of mind Mm -hmm. where I just didn't feel Um, and I did that for a little while, um, until I was invited to a church service, which, you know, that's not something I wanted to do Mm -hmm. (laughs) at that time. I'm like, no, I don't want to do this. Um, but they knew how to invite me and how to not necessarily force me, but Mm kind of get me to go, Um, so this family sent their kids over and said, come on, let's go. We're going to go to church. (laughs) I'm like, Oh, okay. (laughs) You know? So I go and, um, that's where I had an encounter with God again. And Mm -hmm. let me tell you, that was, I mean, to this day, I, (laughs) it's unreal how I experienced God when I thought I was alone, when I thought that, Mm -hmm. I mean, I even got to the point where I was like, God's not there's no way God can be real because I've lost everything. I've lost my family. I've lost everyone that I loved. Um, my mother had just passed away like the year prior to that. So, it was just it was just a very dark um moment of my life, but um he he showed up that night. <laughs> and what I was told that night by um this, um, what do you call them? Um, oh, I forgot. (laughs) Take it. (laughs) That's okay. I'm out. (laughs) An evangelist. evangelist. I'm like, I can't think. Um, okay. Back. It's okay. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) We'll crop this out. (laughs) Um, so by an evangelist that was there, he, um, you know, just called me out from the crowd and prophesied over me and told me, you know, that, Everything that I thought I had lost, that the enemy had taken away from me, that God had a family prepared for me, Mm. and um, he was bringing my family back together. And of course, at that time, I'm like, what does this even mean? Like, (laughs) I just lost everything. But I was so excited to see what, you know, what was coming um, after that. And that's when I decided to change my life, everything. Mm. I... That heartbreak, yes, it was still there. But you know what? I had this encounter with God that night that I had no doubt that he, even though I felt like he wasn't there, he was there. Mm -hmm. And he showed up when I needed him, you know? And um, what, like a month after that? Not even, I don't even think it was a month later. That's when I met my husband. And he had two little girls and... (laughs) I'm telling you that was the family yeah. this evangelist <laughs> was talking about when when he spoke those words that night. So
0: you just knew in your yeah. heart. Mm-hmm. That's so beautiful. Yeah. And I love how God does that. It's never like when you're trying to make little changes, give yep. up little sacrifices, mm-hmm. it's never going to bring you closer to God. It's when mm-hmm. it's a radical change. Exactly. When yep. you choose and
1: He changes your heart. Yeah. And He knew I was stubborn. Like He <laughs> knew he, that I didn't want to go there. I didn't want to yeah. go to church. Are you kidding me? That's the last place I wanted to go after everything that had been going on. I'm like, no. But He knew. He knew how to get me there. And. Yeah, that was amazing. <laughs>
0: That's awesome. So,
1: yeah. Um,
0: so speaking of relationships, mm-hmm. do you have any advice for those girls out there that are coming out of a relationship or a friendship, um, even a situationship where they felt like they were in, in an ungodly mm-hmm. relationship and want
1: to improve? So my advice would be, you know, if a lot of times we go by our feelings Mm-hmm. And this is what I feel I need. this is what I think I want. but if we can just take a step back and look at the big picture, not look at the at the <laughs> few paintings that are here in the, but the whole picture all altogether and know what God wants for our lives and just trusting him, um, your wants will, turning to what does God want for me, Mm. you know, instead of what do I want for myself? And sometimes stepping away is the best thing to do. And just trusting him, seeking after him, even if you don't feel like it, Mm -hmm. (laughs) because that's the hardest thing when you're at your lowest and you just want, you just want what you want. And you think that's what's gonna make you feel better. When in reality it's being in his presence and chasing after him and knowing his will for your life, that that's where the change comes. And that's the hardest thing sometimes to do. (laughs) Let me tell you about that. Yeah.
0: it's like listening to your parent when you're a kid yep. you don't want to listen you want to find out for yourself exactly and then you go and get burned on the stove and then yes you're
1: like <laughs> exactly mm-hmm. I love that <laughs> yeah
0: um so w- along with that what's the best advice that you've have received as a woman did you ever get any anything growing
1: up that you've just held on to um One funny thing, I thought it was funny when I was young, but now that (laughs) I'm older, I see it, and I'm like, you know, there's so much truth to that. My mom would always tell me that, you know, you might want to go your own path. You're As the older you get, you're probably going to want to do this and that, which that was truth, but I did. Um, And she's like, but God's always going to find a way to bring you back. You Mm -hmm. can either come back on your own, or he's going to bring you down, bring you back, (laughs) and it's true, Um, you know, growing up, you grow up a certain way, and, you know, as much as we try to explore or taste the world, God's in there, and he's going to continue to chase after you until you say, "I, I give up, I can't do this, and come back, so that was... I can still hear those words <laughs> from my mom. I love that. <laughs> yeah. you know? so.
0: That's such yeah. great advice. Because mm-hmm. it's like, you know, you're going to get lost. Yep. Everyone's mm-hmm. going to get lost. Mm-hmm. But you will return.
1: Oh, yeah. Yep. He'll bring you back. That. So that's why he's so good. <laughs> so, so good. <laughs> yeah. Um.
0: Oh, I wish I was better at, like, just conversing. I <laughs> <on> conversations. <laughs> <You are>. um, <laughs> uh, so the next question is, if you could, what would you tell your fifteen-year-old self, or your twenty-five-year-old self, and even thirty-five-year-old self?
1: Oh man, my fifteen-year-old self—that was a long time ago. That's
0: a <laughs> hard one too, because you know what were you up to at fifteen?
1: Oh <laughs> what man. Can you? Um. Wow. Um. I can't even I think know. right now.
0: What What I was up to? <laughs> I mean, that's like just getting into high school age. Yeah. Uh-huh, yep. Yeah
1: yeah you know that i would probably tell myself that no matter what stay on his path because there was a lot that happened when i was 15 even when i was 25 i can say i was already walking with him again but when i was 15 till i met my husband and we um together we were growing in 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 him i feel like i was ugh crap i don't know how to <laughs> <laughs> say this <better>. ah. <laughs> sorry i messed up there no don't be sorry <laughs> i would probably tell my 15 year old self that the desires of the world are not worth it mm. um during that six year relationship, I, I got pregnant when I was 19 and knowing the heartache that I went through my pregnancy and after my son was born and then when he died right after he was born, it was just knowing that through all that heartache, God was working even in that room in that hospital room when I first saw my son and he, he was already gone. But looking back to that, I wish I would have just, and you know, and I can say, I wish, I wish, I wish, but all these life lessons that I've had to go through, I want to tell myself, don't make the same mistakes again. But at the same time, I've learned so much through those mistakes. I've learned so much through those trials, through those ups and downs. And letting go of God and coming him, dragging me back. And, you know, it's just, I want to tell myself, you know, don't do these Mm. mistakes. But at the same time, I wouldn't be where I'm at if I didn't make those mistakes, you know? And even now I have to keep reminding myself, you know, he brought me out of so much darkness that I am... All I can do is be thankful and Mm -hmm. remind myself that, yes, there's been a lot of heartache, losing my son, losing my mother. But you know what? He has blessed me with an amazing husband. He has blessed me with five amazing kids that I (laughs) – I mean, what seemed like I had lost, I've gained so much more. And it's – I just – I can only be thankful for that. So
0: I love that so much because some people – I don't know. I feel like that could destroy someone. Like, they can let the life circumstances around them just bring them down to the ground and they can oh they yeah. just like get pounded down to the ground. Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't know if we were talking about this, but like when God brings you to your lowest lows oh where your face man. is on the concrete and yeah. you have to like leave an imprint on the concrete that low,
1: like oh, lower slow. than low. Yep. <laughs> and That's he brought right. you out of that. He did. That's so beautiful. And only he could have, I mean, yeah. <laughs> we got to trust him that he can and because he can, <laughs> you know, he's the only one that can do that. So yeah, seriously. Mm-hmm. So,
0: Oh, I kind of don't even want to <laughs> <laughs> Oh, these questions. Oh. So I, I feel like you kind of answered this one a little bit, but have you always been a Christian and how has your faith affected you through different life circumstances and even in your marriage?
1: Um. So yeah, I grew up in a Christian home. Um, I mean, I grew up going to church. My mom mm-hmm. would pray all the time I mean she would sometimes pray so loud (laughs) that the neighbors could hear her and for me at you know as a teenager I would be so embarrassed and be like mom stop what are you doing (laughs) um but she didn't care like she made sure everyone knew that Jesus was everything to her and she didn't care what anybody had to say um it, she was firm with her faith, and now seeing, like, looking back at those memories, I'm just like, "Wow, that, that's amazing." Um, and I wish I could have, you know, realized that sooner. Um, mm-hmm. but again, I mean, when you're teenagers, <laughs> that's mm-hmm. the last thing on your mind. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but growing up in that um, definitely shaped my world mm-hmm. and what it is now. It it shaped my faith. It shaped my I mean honestly everything. Um because I knew the truth. Mm-hmm. I chose to walk away from it, yet I still came back because that was rooted deep in me. And I mm-hmm. couldn't just I don't think once you know and you believe and you experience God and you walk with him that you can truly walk away forever Mm. like that desire to get to know him to get closer to him is always going to be there and it's just up to us to take that step of obedience and saying okay god (laughs) here i am you know so
0: so you've always had that fire inside of you to just chase god Mm -hmm. that's so beautiful
1: exactly yeah
0: (laughs) i love that um So speaking of your mom, I feel like from everything you've told me about her so far, I feel like you've really honored her memory Mm -hmm. and just everything Mm -hmm. because you're such a faithful woman now. Mm -hmm. Um, I just want to I don't really have a question with that, but I just wanted to say that like you really embodied her.
1: Honestly, she she prayed. She prayed for me Mm. every day. And I could hear it <laughs> oh <my goodness. laughs> all the time. Um, and I know that she even prayed for my future husband. And I know she prayed that I would always walk, you know, um, walk <laughs> in the, with God. And that even if I did walk away, that I would come back. Like, that was her prayer that I grew up listening all or hearing her pray all the time. Mm-hmm. Um she was a very loud woman. Very, very loud. <laughs> so I could hear her praying all the time. And I even remember getting a little annoyed as like, oh, my, why are you praying for my husband? Like, that's so strange. Like, it's I'm so young. I, like, that's the last thing on my mind. But she, she prayed. And I know her prayers, God definitely answer those. Even though she's not here and she's been she passed in 2012 so it's been it's been a it's been a while but man I wish (laughs) I wish she could be here so she can see what God has done in my life you know so that's so
0: beautiful yeah because you your life has been so inspiring too just for me hearing it it's Mm. just like oh it's so good (laughs) like the book of Job like it's not you didn't let that all that the devil was doing, you didn't Mm -hmm. let that pull you further from the truth. Mm -hmm. It brought you closer to the truth. Yeah. And that's so beautiful.
1: Exactly. Speaking
0: (laughs) of your mom praying about your husband, Mm -hmm. so how do you find and attract a godly man? I feel like this is a question that (laughs) a lot
1: of women out there
0: (laughs) would like answered.
1: Oh, man. Honestly, (laughs) I think that we just need to be patient. Mm. And not try to rush a relationship when we think this is the right person. You know, pray and like my husband says, you know, sometimes we have to pray these dangerous prayers. (laughs) That's what he calls them. But it's like, you know, God, if this person's not for me, take them away. And no matter what that outcome is, be content with the outcome. Mm -hmm. And not try to force things upon you know your life with this other person you know your your spouse or whatever um and really it's just trusting him i mean mm-hmm. you know we can try to <laughs> look all cute yeah. do our hair our makeup you know of course when you go to church or whatever wherever you're going but honestly it's seeking after him for your mm-hmm. spouse is seeking after him for your future Um, He has the right person for you. He's created the perfect spouse for you. And if we're just patient enough to wait and trust him and test that person Mm and be like, God, (laughs) here I am. Like, is this the right person for me? Mm -hmm. And step away if you know, even if our heart tells us, no, I don't want to, but be willing to step away the right person will, you will open that door for that right person to walk into your life if you're not, you know, trying to do your own thing on the side. Yeah. <laughs> so, just super hard, of course, to do. I remember, I remember that. So,
0: yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you remember getting on the dating apps and uh, <laughs> the <laughs> countless <laughs> conversations. Yep, yeah, yep, yeah, exactly. So, do you feel like there were any traits that you embodied once you were saved that, like, kind of, attracted the right person
1: um you know making I think when you are when you're growing in that relationship with God and you have tr- it, it, let's see when you're trusting him and you're depending on him for everything I think people can see that in you, um, before I decided to come back, um, I mean, I was miserable. <laughs> mm. I really was. I was not smiling. I was. I was just uh, down all the time. I remember having just some crazy anxiety for no reason. I would walk into work and just be panicking, mm. and just. I mean. I don't know what my face looked like because I wasn't Mm. looking at it, but I am sure my outlook expression was not, you know, something (laughs) people would like to see. It was just, it just Mm. misery, you know? And I think just doing that, choosing, not just doing it, but choosing, having that heart change and just choosing to follow him It just, no matter what you're going through, your situation, I think it brings us joy Mm. that you just can't try to hide. You can't try to put a front, (laughs) you know, it Mm -hmm. just happens. And when I met my husband, it was just like, I don't know, we just clicked and we had such a great time. And it was just, you know, it's like, I can connect with this person, Mm. (laughs) you know, he's, same thing with him you know he's he grew up christian and of course he went through his trials too but you know what he was at the point of his life where he was giving it all to god and i feel like we were both in that place that when we met it was just like a connection and you just knew that this was it and it's just it's it's him <laughs> honestly it's him it's god and he just gives you that joy and no matter what you do even if you're having a hard day that joy is gonna it's it's gonna come out and people are gonna see it you know and that's when you start to attract certain people that's when you start people start to see and and wonder why is she so happy when all Mm. this is happening Mm. (laughs) you know and that's when people start questioning and start asking you questions and start to get Mm. close to you wanting to know okay what's going on with you that's different so I don't know I, I feel like that has a lot to do with Mm. with who anyone really friends um someone a guy you know and anyone really they it's just what what's reflecting off of you Mm. (laughs) so yeah
0: i i feel that so hard because i feel like misery attracts misery no matter what
1: yeah i agree Sure does. And love attracts love. Yeah, so that's right.
0: Yeah. What what were some of the things that you guys did when you were dating to keep your relationship in a godly route, but also have that goal to eventually, you know, have a family? Did you guys talk about that from the beginning?
1: So for the first... We honestly knew we were gonna get married. I think it was like three weeks into our relationship, <laughs> and then that's we were so married awesome. three months later. <laughs> yes, it was quick. But we knew, just knew. We knew, and we knew, and and it, that's why we just moved forward. But, um, you know, living together was not an option. Mm. Um, we had both made a commitment that that was not something that was gonna happen. We wanted to follow what God said. In in his word and that and that's and that was it so I lived up in West Valley and he lived down in Provo and we would meet and of course he had his two little girls so I mean you live in Utah I mean you have every canyon you can think about (laughs) going up and just going on rides and just you know Mm -hmm. doing all the activities with the kids but living together was just not an option and I think you know God honors that when you put him first before your relationship and he, he'll bless you. If, if that's what we choose to do to follow him, he'll bless your relationship. He'll bless your family, your household. So, you know, it's, it's making the, those, those small commitments that this world is not used to doing. Yes. Um, and it might sound silly to some but honestly that is one of the biggest things you can you can do is is follow that. So And that
0: is so true, honestly. Cause mm-hmm. even living in Utah surrounded by the LDS church, mm-hmm. I thought it was normal because you know, you see it in movies all the time. Mm-hmm. The couples living together before they're married and mm-hmm. like getting to know mm-hmm. each other. Basically like trying it out mm-hmm. to know if right. marriage is gonna work. Right. And yeah, I mm-hmm. don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I yes. guess that makes it not work when you try when you have just like a test run.
1: <laughs> yeah. And hey, once you get married, it's like you have to be truthful with your vows. True. You know, for mm-hmm. better or for worse, it doesn't matter. It's you're in a marriage. You have committed to each other. And you just got to <laughs> gotta go in with that mentality. You know, no matter what, you're going to work through disagreements. And, you know, every mm-hmm. relationship has them. But it's just learning how to talk through those and learning how to, I mean, I've had to learn <laughs> <laughs> how to do that. <laughs> My husband's very patient with me. <laughs> That's so, awesome. Yep, yep. <laughs> you
0: guys watching, you don't know this, but her husband's right behind the cameras. <laughs> he and he's just smiling. Cause, uh, I love, love this. I love it. <laughs> you, uh, you've chosen wisely. <laughs> and you chose the best, yeah. honestly. He's amazing. So what would you say is the most important thing in life?
1: Oh man, first mm-hmm. is is our Lord, is God, mm-hmm. Jesus Christ, you know. There's nothing in this life, in this world that can ever be first mm-hmm. besides him. And then I want to say family, but honestly, second needs to be your spouse, mm-hmm. is your relationship. Because if you have a strong relationship, your family will be strong. We can't, if we're not in agreement, how are kids going to be in agreement with us? How are we going to run a household if we're not on the same page, you know? And you know what? We're still learning that because with five kids, I mean, there's some days where it's just wild. It's just crazy. And (laughs) no matter what you do, it's just run, 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 and, and just going, you know? But just making... Your relationship priority mm. over your kids will create that environment and your kids will see it. I mean, my husband says this all the time, like our kids, the only example that, that they see firsthand of a couple is mom and dad, you know, and we have to be in that position to where they see us as a couple, as mom and dad working together so that when they grow up and they find their spouse and they get married, they can, this is the example that they have, a godly example. And, you know, it's, I don't, I don't ever want them to grow up knowing that, oh yeah, mom and dad fought all the time. You know what? Yes, we have disagreements, but it's never something that we do in front of the kids. Um, because they, they look up, they look up to you, you know, to the parents. So, um, so yeah, I would say it's it's God always, and then your relationship, and then family comes all after that. <laughs> I love that. In yeah. that order. Yep, <laughs> that's right. That's awesome. Yeah. Speaking of
0: being a mother of five, that, that's actually the next question. I can't even <laughs> believe that. Everything is just going like, love it. Just how we want it. <laughs> um, but as a mother of five, what advice would you give to the women who want children eventually or the women who are expecting children?
1: Oh, man. Um, (laughs) Make sure you want five. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) I I love.
0: (laughs) So funny. I always say I want a little militia. I want like eight to 12 kids. I know. (laughs) It's. That's much.
1: There. It's a lot. Don't get me wrong. Mm -hmm. I absolutely love my kids. But your time alone, it does not exist. And honestly, I. It does not bother me. I love it. I love every minute of it. Um, patience. Lots of patience. Um, I don't. I'm not a very patient person either, but I feel like this has been oh, a season of learning how to be patient. Mm. Um, how to address certain situations with my toddler. <laughs> well, he's four now, but he hacks like a toddler. <laughs> <laughs> um, and just you know. I, there's been times where I'm driving to work and I've, I've just lost my patience with my kids Mm. and I, I I cry, I cry on my way to work and I'm just like asking God, God, I know you're teaching me how to be patient, but I I really do need your help because I, of course, when I don't have that patience, I feel so terrible and I feel like a terrible mother, you know, that Mm. I'm not that, perfect mother that you see out on, you know, on Instagram or TikTok, wherever you see, you know, all these perfect mothers. Yes. Doing these perfect little meals for their kids. Um, you know, let's go to the park. Everybody has matching socks. Let me tell you, my kids don't have matching socks. (laughs) There's nights that we have cereal, (laughs) you know, it's, it's just, we don't have that perfect image of what you would think a family is, but What we do have is God in the middle of this chaos that I feel like sometimes we have no control over. But you know what? He always shows us. I mean, just my four year old can be driving me crazy and he'll come up to me and just give me the biggest hug Mm -hmm. (laughs) or my little five year old. She's super tiny. She's like smaller than my four-year-old. But she'll come up to me when she knows I'm super stressed out and say, Mom, I got a secret for you. And then I'll get close to her and she'll just give me a kiss, (laughs) you know? And things like that. I'm just like, thank you, Lord. Because for years we tried to have a baby and we lost three babies before Mm -hmm. we could have our first one. And, you know, that put me in the state of just, being so thankful and grateful to have the kids that I do have. Ugh, it's going to make me cry. <laughs> cry. Because... It's such a beautiful thing. They are such a huge blessing. They bring out the best and the worst of you. And things that are like deep, deep in there that you just didn't mm-hmm. even realize were there. They... Somehow, it just comes up. And I am just... I don't even... <laughs> I don't even know where I'm going with this, but, <laughs> oh, <I love> it. <laughs> um, you know, I never thought I was going to have a big family. That was just not something that I really thought. I said maybe two kids, but I got married and we already had two beautiful girls, you know, so and just having three more, it was just a trial. But at the same time, it was, it's been such a huge blessing. And no matter how many kids, you know, we have or, anyone wants it doesn't matter just trust god that you know he's you have your children for a reason he's gonna give you your children for a reason and they are the most amazing thing that's ever happened to my life in my life i mean they are oh i i love my family (laughs) i love my husband my kids we have such a great time all the time we can all pile up in the car and just go for a drive just just go for just get out and go on a drive all together and it's I I have fun with them more than anyone else I mean it's it's amazing
0: (laughs) you've literally built
1: your own little best friends exactly (laughs) all of them you know as much as they drive each other (laughs) nuts (laughs) (laughs) it's at the end of the day and just seeing them all just love on each other and lean on each other Mm -hmm. I you know right now they're little of course but just knowing that that's the relationship they're growing up in and just, you know, I can't wait to see when they're older and the relationships that they'll have. Oh, yeah. So yeah, it's, so <laughs> it's worth it. It's it's worth in life to have kids. I'm telling you, it's amazing. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, motherhood. So. It's 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 amazing. It's hard. Such a but it's amazing. Thing.
0: It is. And you make it look easy. Oh I like don't
1: know. You about that. Do. <laughs> no, oh. Like you seriously do.
0: No. Like Oh, you're sweet. <laughs> oh, that time, so the first time we met, when you were kids, they were just running around, and then, mm-hmm. like, we were talking, we were having a conversation, and from the corner of your eye, you noticed one of them, like, running out the door, <laughs> oh, to the, oh, like, that's that's when right. everyone was I leaving remember the parking that. Yes. and I was instantly like, wow, that's some talent, that's, <laughs> m- like, the mother bear, like, that's instinct right. Oh, yeah, in your nose, eyes so. are constantly going, oh,
1: yes. and... That just comes with it i mean i I haven't done any training, and it just you just, yeah. just this mom instinct just kicks in when you have your kids, and yeah. it just it's something God's put in us, you know yeah. it's you have that heart to just be a mom, and mm-hmm. it just I don't know once you have your first child, you're just your whole world is just flipped upside down, and you just this love you just never knew and had ever experienced it's like this whole new I don't know like experience and it's oh it's Mm -hmm. it's amazing (laughs) that's so beautiful
0: so (laughs) when you guys were battling infertility or I'm not sure if that's Mm -hmm. exactly what it was Mm -hmm. um did you ever get to such a low point that you considered other options like adopting or surrogacy or anything like that
1: yeah so um like I said you know when I was with this other guy when I was 19 and got pregnant. Um, And then we lost, then when we got married, and then we lost three other. um, Our last one that we lost was another little boy, and we lost him at 15 weeks. Um, That was, ugh, those were really hard too. But um, I found out that I had a clotting disorder, and that's Mm. what was causing the miscarriages. That's what caused the death of my first son. Um, and my second one too. Um, I feel like, you know, again, it was, it was a God thing because the doctors I was going to, they were just like, it's normal. It happens. But deep down I'm like, I know this is not normal. I know this is not what's supposed to happen. It keeps happening. And he literally like. I found this doctor that was willing to listen to me and do extra tests and he was able to find out that I did have some issues, some a clotting disorder, and he put me on this treatment as soon as we were pregnant with with Olivia, my seven-year-old now, and it we had a great pregnancy, <laughs> you know, Absolutely. and we continued to do that with my other two and everything went great. And, you know, he he puts the right people in our path. Mm -hmm. But again, I had that unsettling feeling and I knew that it's like, okay, God, I, I know this is not right. Like help me find the right, the right place to go. Help me find the right doctors. And he did. I just felt, I felt led to call this number of in this office and they got me in right away. And it was, it was amazing. I was just like, Oh my heck, somebody actually will listen to me. (laughs) And, it just, it just all. I mean, he's so good. He just brought it all together, yeah. and here we are with now well, five kids. That's so, so. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, oh my heck! I already forgot what the whole funny. question was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: I don't know if I should talk about this on my podcast because I don't know how like political I want it to get and stuff. Um, but I, I've been in stages of my life where i've really supported surrogacy and Mm. like adoption Mm -hmm. and everything i still really support adoption Mm -hmm. but the surrogacy side of things Mm -hmm. it just feels i don't know like as a christian i feel like a lot of christians talk about like how that's not Mm -hmm. the right path and i'm honestly like i'm so impressed that you guys didn't go that route because that that feels like taking the easy way out you know Mm -hmm. but Mm you really battled that and
1: yeah I don't know.
0: Yeah, because and a lot of like people right now are using surrogacy for mm-hmm. totally wrong reasons. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And honestly, I mean, sometimes we try to take things in our own hands, I feel, mm-hmm. and yes. make things happen when that's not, you know, the, that's that's not the direction that we should yeah. be going. So, I don't know.
0: I love that. You just trusted him with everything. Exactly. Yeah. Um, speaking of, I'm not sponsored by pre-born or anything, um, but I just wanted to throw that out there. If you guys look up pre-born, you can donate $28, and that will afford an ultrasound for a woman who's um, expecting a baby and wants to get an abortion. If they're thinking about that, $28 just to help them see their baby could help save that life. And right now, there is such a huge genocide mm-hmm. on babies. Yeah. On children. Yeah. yeah. That's I don't amazing. know. The political, I don't know if that's a little too political for my podcast, but <laughs> I, <laughs> I think I guess that's we'll amazing, see. actually. <laughs> awesome. And then the next question What's the secret to a happy marriage? What's the secret?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it's so much a secret. I think it's more of laying down our flesh (laughs) um and yeah I mean we've been married almost 11 years but and, and this is something that you have to do daily this is something that you have to make a choice and sometimes it's hard sometimes I come home and I'm exhausted and so is he and but you know it's willing to serve one another and That is so hard to do because I feel like we live in this world where it's all about me. It's all about Mm -hmm. my feelings. It's all about how I feel about putting myself first. And when you come into a marriage, when you're single, yeah, of course, you know, take care of yourself. (laughs) It's all about you. It's all about what you want, your feelings. Um, You know, make yourself priority. But when you are committing yourself into a marriage and you Come together in a marriage, Mm -hmm. you're saying, I'm no longer my own. (laughs) I am now married. This person that I'm marrying, you are becoming one. It's no longer my feelings and your feelings. It's our Mm -hmm. feelings. And even if they're not the same, you have to come together and express that. (laughs) You know, Mm -hmm. you have to be willing to open up and which is something I've had to learn because I did not grow up sharing our feelings. (laughs) That's not something (laughs) that I have ever really felt comfortable. And my husband's the complete opposite of me. (laughs) And he has, he's had to teach me that he's, I mean, not necessarily teach me that, but I think he's been super patient with me and very understanding and just really pushing me in ways that it's not like overbearing and just like, just talking out. No, like he has just learned how to just communicate with me Mm -hmm. in a way that I feel comfortable enough to say, okay, this is how I'm feeling, you know, and both understanding that when your partner or when your spouse has something to say, to not react right away, Mm -hmm. to not put your own thoughts, your own feelings first and to just let them express themselves, you know, let them I mean, you're the closest to your spouse. Who else are they going to vent to? Yes. Who else are they going to express this is how I feel when you do something like this? Um yeah, they can go to a friend, but how is that going to help your marriage? It's not. (laughs) If anything, they're going to get advice of, oh, you should do this. Oh, how dare him. Oh, how dare Mm. her. You know, instead, why not just come together and just bring down (laughs) your flesh and be like, okay, I'm going to sit here and I'm just, I'm just going to stay quiet and I'm going to listen. And that's hard. It's hard to do. But you know what? When you love your husband I'll sit there, and I'll take it, and I don't, sometimes I don't take it well, and sometimes I need some time <laughs> to process everything, and he knows that, um, and he understands that, you know, and same thing with him. Yes, yeah, sometimes I get frustrated and upset, but I tell him how I'm feeling about something, or he, he'll ask me if I'm not at that point where I want to share it quite yet, but, <laughs> you know, and express that, and, you know, just, I think the biggest issue is people just become too selfish Mm. and it's all about them. Mm -hmm. And once that can be brought down and you can prioritize each other, um, honestly, that will save your marriage. If it's Rocky, that'll save your marriage. If you're at a dead end and you're like, I can't handle this anymore. It's like, okay, let's take a step back and look why are how did you get to this point um like the first two years that we were married I I didn't know if we were gonna make it Mm -hmm. (laughs) to be honest it was rough um I'm I was I had just turned 24 and coming into this marriage with kids already involved it was it was hard Mm -hmm. but it was just a learning process and just praying and putting God first in our relationship that honestly got us through it all and being willing to learn mm-hmm. to, you know, we watched a few videos about marriage and um it, you know, just grabbing those little, like my husband says, these little nuggets, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's like that, and then taking it to heart, you know, not just hearing something and saying, oh, yeah, yeah, that's a good idea. No, actually, um, like, re- not reacting, but um, just taking those in and applying them to your life, to your marriage. Mm-hmm. It That's how your marriage can survive this world, can survive temptation, can survive any battle that you try <laughs> to throw at it, you know. Mm-hmm. It's just knowing that you can communicate with your one another that your own desires have to be sometimes pushed to the side so that you can make this work. And until you're willing to do that, a marriage can't work like that. <laughs> you know, yeah. you have to, you have, when you're committing to your spouse, you have to know that you are no longer your own. You are now part of this, of this marriage and you're in it together, you know? So yeah it's so beautiful (laughs) sorry I think I I went everywhere no I love
0: that that was actually such great advice because it's not the standard like oh you know if anything bad happens you know go to couples therapy or you know pray about it it's like we will go through that Mm -hmm. but as long as we have God there exactly everything that he does Mm -hmm. it's not just it's not just like talking it's not just Mm -hmm. you know everything comes together exactly Sure does. And my last question (laughs) I didn't nug it. It also says nuggets. Oh my head. No way. (laughs) I feel like all of our questions are like connecting to each other. (laughs) Um, But the last one is Do you have any last nuggets of wisdom you'd like to pass on to the women watching, especially to the women who haven't found
1: God yet or aren't walking with God right now? So honestly, wherever, it doesn't matter where you are in your walk with God. Um, If you're just at your lowest, or if you are right there walking with him, um, just get to know him (laughs) even more. Um, If you're rock bottom right now, you know, you're there for a reason and he's, He's, he's waiting. He's just waiting for you to say, okay, I'm done. Even if you don't believe that there is a God out there, you know what? Why don't you test it out? Mm, yeah. <laughs> You'll be surprised how he's going to show up. Um, I got to a point in my life where I said, I don't believe you're there. I don't believe you're real. And that's that same day when I was invited to that church church service that night. And he spoke to me through that evangelist. So you can't tell me that he is not real when I've seen him over and over and over in my life. If you don't believe, just trust me. You have to, he'll show up. (laughs) If you're walking with him and you're looking for a spouse and you're looking for someone that you just, you know, you're asking or you're looking Ask him, ask him for this person that's out there because he made someone specifically for you and to give you the patience, to give you the, you know, just to give you that, (laughs) what do I want to call it? That strength Mm -hmm. that when certain people start coming your way, that you are strong enough to say no, because you know, that's not the right person. And that you can be patient and wait for the right person to come. Because honestly, it's worth it. It's worth the wait. It's worth everything. It's not worth being in a relationship where you're not on the same page. You're not equally. You you want to go into a relationship when you're both on the same page. You both Mm -hmm. understand your faith. You both understand this is what I want out of my marriage and quitting is not an option. <laughs> you know? And no matter yeah. what, we're going to work through the bumps, through the trials. It it just it doesn't matter. So. Yes. So yeah.
0: I love that so much. <laughs> just it's not even an option. Like it's once you make the choice. Mm-hmm. I love that.
1: Exactly. Oh. Yeah. So,
0: oh, that's so good. <laughs> <laughs> well, um that's That's all the questions I have. (laughs) Um, I didn't practice the ending, unfortunately. (laughs) Um, But thank you so, so much for being on my podcast today. Thank you. Just sharing your story. Like, you are so raw. Mm. I know, I know that there are women out there that are going to take this and learn so much from it. Because I've already learned so much. Oh, I feel like I was well, all I, over the
1: place, but no, it was
0: perfect. You were perfectly Aww. all over the place. <laughs> oh, thank you. Um, okay, so what kay. do I have here? <laughs> oh yeah, I wanted to do like a little shout out to you guys to send people over to your podcast too.
1: Mm-hmm. Be cool. So, Not.
0: What What was your podcast called? Again.
1: Um. Because Grace. Because, because of, grace. Because of okay. grace, right? Because, <laughs> because Grace. Because I, grace. Can't, I keep wanting to say unveiling grace. I don't know why. <laughs> it just that. keeps coming back. But it's because Grace. That's what I even told you the other day. <laughs> oh, yeah. But it's because Grace. Because <laughs> yes. Grace. I love that.
0: So if you guys can just go, go check out their podcast, Because Grace. It should be coming out soon. Yes.
1: Yep. Yeah. And it's going to be amazing.
0: I'm actually going to be a guest on it today. So if you want to go check out my testimony, it's going to be awesome. Um, And if you guys have any questions out there that you'd like to ask an older woman, please, please comment below. Comment down there in the comments or if you're on TikTok (laughs) on the side so we can get these questions answered. And I guarantee you there's another woman out there, another girl with the same exact question that's that may be scared to ask. Um, so please comment below. Don't forget to share your thoughts and incur- any encouragement would be great. We just started this journey in podcasting. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot that I need to learn still, but I can't wait to interact with all you guys and check out all your comments. Um, and yeah, thanks so much for watching. Mm-hmm. I'll link all of our socials below.
1: This is so beautiful. I'm so happy. We did it. Our first episode. Oh my heck. Oh my god. I was so nervous.